Hello and welcome to episode 140 of the Daybotcast. This yep. is a weekly cop podcast where we come together each week to talk about K-pop and whatever's current in the K-pop industry. Uh, this week we got some album reviews and uh, mama predictions, so look forward to that. Um, as always, I'm joined by Nate. Have you ever made love on a boat? No, I haven't. Ray is asking us the real questions. Yes, she is. All right. So, um, start then. Before we <laughs> no, you gotta less you gotta do all the stuff. You do. You gotta <laughs> subscribe to us on YouTube. You gotta like our videos. Oh, you gotta I always do the, that at the end. Click. We gotta do it at the beginning too, because people don't listen at the end. That click is the bell <laughs> uh, to get notifications. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on iTunes and review us on iTunes. And then, of join course, Discord. join Discord and hang out with Control us. It. Although you are a few days late to join the K-pop fantasy league that we started. But if you join yeah. and stick around, I'm sure we're going to do it again. But that's going to be real interesting. Oh, actually, I should go over. Yeah. I should go over my team. This is cool. So yeah, we literally did a K-pop fantasy draft last Friday. There's like 26 of us, and we had to make a list of like 600 idols to draft from. We split them into tiers, made a bunch of rules like you can't have people from the same group. Um, I'm just pulling my list up, and I will read you who I got. Um, that's the wrong like link. Like all a bunch of random people you never heard of. No, everyone's got like good did people. Did you guys did you guys yeah. separate uh men and women or are they like co-ed no. groups technically? It, it, they're co it's you can you get both. Um so I first picked Solgi. Um nice. I almost got Chanyol cuz Exo is going to be worth like a bajillion points cuz they're about to do a comeback. Um but Bree was spouting a bunch of strategy to everyone and so Johnny grabbed him. Um, unfortunately, but, so I got Solgi. <laughs> he was, yeah, for some reason, XO, like Chanyo was the only XO member that lasted because I, I was pretty late in the draft pick order. XO, like, all got taken away at the beginning, and then, like, for some reason, Chanyo, like, slipped through the cracks <laughs> and almost mm, made it damn. to me. Um, but I got Solgi, uh, then I picked Chewie, um, hoping that they do a repackage, uh, Korean comeback. They have, a Jap- they have a Japanese comeback, which is gonna be worth you get the po- comeback for point or you get the points for comeback, but. They won't be on, like, music shows and stuff, so I won't get any points there. But I'm hoping they do their Christmas, like, repackage that they've been doing every year. Um, okay. So that there's a, I might get points that way. Plus, Chewie will be high on the brand ranking because we're taking that into account and a bunch of other stuff. Mm. They have Changbin from Stray Kids, Luda from Ujizonio, Chanmi from AOA, and Jungjun from Golden Child because those are all guaranteed comebacks that are about to start. Um, so mm. that's worth those are all worth points for sure and then my like picks that are i was hoping they'll have comebacks or they probably will um because it's it's last three months so it's till like mid-february um i have unbin from clc um hoping they do another comeback um i have asha from everglow i can definitely see them coming back soon uh jayun from sf9 yeah. supposedly they're preparing uh, Becco from Newest, I could see them having a comeback. Okay. They haven't had one in a while. If if they have one, it's going to be huge too. Yeah. So. Plus, and they're yeah. they're always really high on brand ranking, 
so that'll be worth. Yep. And then I had to go with uh, my last pick was my bias, completely wasted pick probably, but Yabin from Hinapia. Um, nice. My thinking for that was I'm hoping their company is smart and does a thing where they just have like a really, really quick turnaround with a comeback. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. they'll have one in like early February, hopefully. So high risk, high reward gamble on Hinapia, basically. <laughs> well, it's not really high reward at all because it's not like they're going to do well. well. If, yeah, but, but if, if they did, though, if they blew up, that'd be... Because yeah. they're a new group, and they're from a group that was previously like really successful, so yeah. you never but know. I had to get one random bias that probably won't give me points, but just to have on my team. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry All that right. was a long intro, but come check out our Discord. We do fun stuff. Yes. Yes. All right. So I guess without further ado, we can get into our first review, which is long-awaited in my opinion at least yes mfbty's new uh is it a mini it's a mini album it's a mini album like it's a ep yeah it's got Um, six tracks plus an intro so it's yeah dream catcher deluxe edition (laughs) i don't know where the regular edition is fitting name wait is it literally called deluxe edition yeah on on itunes it's oh really deluxe edition maybe (laughs) that's weird i didn't even know that because it doesn't say that on spotify i don't think and I didn't pay weird. attention to iTunes. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Sorry, my uh, window is acting weird. Anyways, we can start off with the uh, first track, which is a really, really cool intro called Intrude. Intro. I don't know. I don't know if that's a typo. On iTunes, it's I-N-T-R-U. Oh, it's intro on Spotify, I think. So like with O. Yeah, I think I think it's oh, probably okay. A typo. This is a typo. <laughs> this is so weird. Anyways, um, I really really love this intro. Like it mixes like various like jazz instruments with like ambient noises, birds chirping, and like echo effects to really create like an interesting environment in the sound space. Um, I thought the other like standout thing about this intro is the amount of effort they put into calling back to their like previous works as a team incorporating samples from songs like uh like sweet dream or angel mm-hmm. uh which are both mfbty songs um yeah this was an awesome intro i really really like this i'm double checking because i'm not 100 percent sure but i don't know it does say intro okay apparently it yeah, is intro weird so whatever they're just trying to be fancy i guess yeah um, yeah, I agree. Basically, what you said, like, there's not much to talk about because it's not like a real song, but yeah, it's got like a really cool jazz feel. There's like a sax player playing over the whole time, and then there's just a bunch of like, there's samples yeah. from their previous songs, like you said, and then there's a bunch of like talking and whispering and like random singing and a lot of nature sound effects. There's a lot of like yeah. birds and crickets and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it was cool. Yeah. All right. Next, we have. Dream Catcher, which is a cover of the group. Of the whole band. <laughs> yes. They cover their entire discography in one song. That would be amazing. <laughs> Think of how no, improved but, uh, Dami's raps would be. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, Dami. Um, Sorry, Dami so, uh, this is the type of thing that I like expected, I guess, from uh, MFB2I comeback. It came in like super strong with the like electric guitar riffs, the groovy bass line, and like the like still like hip hop style percussion as well. Um, although it's something that you'd more expect from like a rock track, they're rapping like grooves perfectly over the electric guitar instrumental, which mm-hmm. I really, really liked. 
And uh, as usual, like the rapping flow is great. Excellent pronunciation delivery is always really, really awesome. Uh, the music video is also kind of interesting. They had like a Ghostbuster Michael Jackson yeah, guy it, playing yeah. guitar. That's <laughs> really weird. Uh, is that it for you? Yeah, basically. Yeah. It was really so, yeah, I, interesting. I I thought it was awesome. It, it, yeah, we it's like really hard rap, like rock song. So actually, the thing is, the guitarist is Shin Dae Chol, um, who's the guitarist okay. for Sinawi, um, which is one of Korea's first heavy metal bands, and he's kind of considered like the godfather of Korean rock music. So he's kind of like Tiger JK hmm. for rap. This guy is for rock. So it's oh, really cool. cool that they got him to do it. Um, and I think that's part of why the music video is weird, and they have the weird like. Michael Jackson mask because this guy he's not the guy in the music video like this guy's like 50 oh. years old or whatever so like okay. Okay. I doubt that's not that, sure that's not him um, so maybe they just want to do something weird instead of having a random guitarist playing this guy's part um, but yeah it's awesome the guitar and bass line like you said are really cool and they just rap so well over it it's, it's what we expect from them um, all their verses are amazing the instrumentals the whole time are just really great overall like i was really blown away by this comeback i didn't expect this, something this like heavy right off the bat um and this rock heavy especially yeah um but yeah the music video like you said is weird they're like driving through the countryside and they like pick up the guitarist and then they go to like a yeah. cd city and then they just hang out and rap to the camera like a typical rap music video yep. but there's just this guitarist with a michael jackson mask on so yep. who knows all right, so next we have Badu Curse. Um, I think this is like kind of back to more of a traditional style of hip hop beat. I do really like the bassline though. Um, yep. When Yunmire's uh, like vo- vocals come in, it was really nice. Uh, I really like the like vocal airing they use. Um, usually, I'm not a huge fan of the auto tune vocals, but I think it actually turned out well in this song with uh, Busy and Tiger JK's like vocals slash rapping. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan of like the higher pitch synth in the background, like the. Hmm. But okay. I I actually quite like it now, so yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought this was a nice like start with JK rapping into like leading into Yumi Ray's part, um, yeah. with like a like sultry chorus, which is entirely in English. Um, the uh, instrumentals are really good. It's got like a jazzy focus. Um with the bass line and then there's like brass and sax instrumentals in the background and at the end they get like their they get a whole like brass sax like jazz solo instrumental solo um so that was cool i thought the rap after the second verse was really really good or like the second verse was really really good um yeah and uh the song is full of ridiculous english lyrics um <laughs> I I used it at the start with Have You Ever Made Love on a Boat, but my favorite is actually Finger Licking Good Like a Greasy Bird. <laughs> that was a lyric I heard in there, um, but there's plenty KFC of... KFC reference. <laughs> plenty of ridiculous, like, overtly sexual lyrics in the song in English for some reason. Amazing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, up next we have Yesterday Today. Um, I thought the instrumentals on this were much more like satisfying than Badu Curse. Yeah, the instrumentals are really it's got, cool. It's got like the whimsical like sounding flutes and strings, and I think they word. work really well. You stole um, my word. 
What? Whimsical? Whimsical, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a good word to describe this. Yeah. Uh, I really like how in, like, certain parts, Unmeteor's uh, vocals, like, sync up with the rising, like, strings. Um, this is much more, like, something off of their, like, The Cure album, I think, rather than Wonderland, if yeah. I were to, like, place it in one of their previous works. Yep. Um... Yeah, overall, I really, really like this song. Although there is one part in the middle where, it, with the auto-tune busy vocals towards the middle of the song, I didn't really like, but yeah. I don't think it ruins it. Yep. Um, yeah. Overall, it's a really fun song that you can kind of groove to pretty easily. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I really like the bouncy piano and like the strings and instrumentals. Like you said, have really whimsical, like fantasy feeling. Um, with like the the flute and the strings and stuff, and yeah, I, I thought it was nice because for Yumi Ray's rap, I thought was it stood out to me because she, like she held back in her intensity and like really fit the instrumental as mm. well. Um, and then yeah, of course her vocals are fantastic. Mm. Next up we have Motel. Uh, it, based on the intro, I thought that it's like oh we're getting into like a dance track right now. And and then like right after that it just opens up into this almost like angelic sort of sounding like instrumental I guess with the like uplifting synths that sort of come in. Uh, once again, I, I'm not usually a fan of autotune, but I I think it really works well with the guy's vocals in this song. Um, Yunmire's vocals in the song sound really nice and crisp as well. Um, also, uh, Busy's verse towards the middle of the song was really good. I really like that. I'd say, I don't know. I'd say it's a tie between either this or Dreamcatcher for my favorite song in the album. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this is basically the same. So this gave me Angel vibes right off the start. Um, yeah. It's, it's very similar. It's got the upbeat like synthy instrumentals. It's more more of a pop song than a lot of their other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Similar to Angel. Uh, I thought the synths are really great. They have like a nice futuristic feeling, and it, I like you said, I think it mixes really well with the auto tune. Um, yeah. So like there, there are certain uh, throughout this album actually it, it's pretty good. Overall, there's like certain times I think auto tune's good or like fine. Um, I think it's just overused, and uh, but I think it, it mixes well in this song. Um, and yeah, Yumi Ray's vocals are amazing. It really stood out like usual. Also, the thing it reminds me of Angel, and it reminds me a lot of Yumi Ray's like early solo career, mm. like her more yeah. like the ret- It's got like that retro pop style. Um, yeah like early 2000s stuff um so that's what yeah and i agree this is this is my favorite song other than the single i think dreamcatcher is my favorite song just because i can't it's a rap rock song <laughs> how can i not yeah. <laughs> but um this song is definitely close yes all right um next is f u <laughs> so um i did not like when i first so I heard the beginning, I was like, oh my god, I do not like this at all. Yeah. And then once I actually like got to the first <laughs> chorus, from there it was just fun the entire way. Like it's just really good and fun the whole way. Yeah. Um so I think the reason I didn't like the beginning is because I think they went like way overboard with the like auto-tune parts. It just really didn't sound good. Yeah. But like once it gets into the speed of things, it becomes like a like a locomotive just like boom going forward. Um yeah. Like it's it's really really fun. Like especially during those like near light speed like rap verses. Um, I think this is definitely the most danceable song in the album. It's really yeah. really good overall, but it's a little bit brought brought down by those grading parts in the beginning. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I thought the start was a little weird, um, but I think it really builds into, like, a really good banger, like you said. Um, yeah. It's got it's got that mid- Middle Eastern-style beat and, like, instrumentals mm. thrown in, um, which I think fits really well with JK's rapping style. Um, and then they do a lot of, like, fun stuff with cutting and repeating the vocals. Um, I think, overall, actually, this... I'm okay with the auto-tune in this song. I think... This is like what I was saying. It's done for an effect, not to like cover up bad vocals. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think it fits the song well. Um, but yeah, I agree with your like, like comparison to it being like a train. Like it just really, it just picks up and it goes, and it's just, it's just yeah. going the whole time. Yep. All right. Coming up next, we have Peach again. <laughs> yep. But it's for a third the time. Zoe piano mix. Yeah, for the third time. Um, really, really nice piano instrumentals. I think I might actually like this version like way more than the original that we heard on Yudmi Ray's uh, Gemini album. Was that last year? Uh, I think that was this year. Was it this year? Yeah. Okay, so. either way. Really, really good. Um, Gemini yeah. 2, by the way. Oh, Gemini um, 2, yeah. Um, yeah, so this is, if you didn't know, uh, this is from Yumi Ray's solo album, Gemini 2, which I'm double-checking if it came out this year. Um, it's the English version. Um, no, that was, 2000, that was 2018. That felt like, that does not feel yeah, like, like a year and I, a half uh, ago. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Anything, it's weird, because our Discord's been around for over a year. I feel like anything that's covered in Discord is, like... This year? <laughs> this year, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it has been over a year now. When did we, when did we start Discord? I don't remember. It was, like, uh, it was like June, so it's almost a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um, okay, but yeah, so this is the English version of that song, still with the super sexual lyrics. I'm sure the Korean version also has super sexual lyrics. Um, but yeah, yep. this is this has like a piano instrumental. It makes it more jazzy and like ballady. Um, you were saying you like this a lot better. I actually don't really yeah. remember the original's instrumentals because like... the Wait, really? I mean... You just remember the, the lyrics? Yeah, the, the lyrics are like the melody. only thing that stuck with me with the song. <laughs> I don't remember what it sounds like. Um, but... So, yeah, I did enjoy this. The also the ending chant at the ad or at the end um yeah. had like a sad vibe which made me laugh due to the nature of the song. Like it's <laughs> like really it it sounds almost sad but like the whole song is so sexual. I was like it just sounds yeah. it it just like f- felt weird. But overall, I like the song. Um I think the ballad version's good. Yep. All right. So I guess for that we can go into some ratings. Uh, all right. So for me, uh, in the music end, I gave it a six out of seven. I think everything overall was really good. However, um, there's like a couple parts that I didn't like in particular songs. Like, uh, basically like at first I didn't like the high, the high pitch, like synth and bought curse and originally, and then also in uh FU, the, that whole like beginning section, I wasn't super hot on. So six out of seven. Everything else is really, really awesome, especially Motel, Dreamcatcher. Um, and then for concept, I gave it two out of three. I think the music video is interesting, but it wasn't like mind blowing. So like overall, it was really, it was good. So overall, I gave it a eight out of ten for the whole album score. Um, yeah, I was a little more generous. Spoilers. Who who would have thought? 
I would just give everything <laughs> high scores. Um, I gave it the full seven out of seven for music. Like, I don't think there was really anything that I didn't like about the song or the album. Um, I thought all of it worked really well with their style. I I do think it's probably their weakest album out of the three. Um, but I still like it a lot, uh, and I still think the music's really good. Um, but I gave it a two out of three for the music video just because it's like. I don't know. It was fine. Yeah. It, like, it, it really was just the weird Michael Jackson mess. I was like, why? Why? Like, that's yeah, that, such that a really weird was choice. weird. Uh, like, basically, just lost a point because of that. Because, I mean, I'm not going to, like, super hardcore rate their concept because they're not an idol group. So, like, I don't expect the music video to be really high budget, like, fancy or anything. Yeah, yeah. But why a Michael Jackson mask of all, of all <laughs> masks? So weird. Like, yeah. It's like I'll I'm gonna knock you a little bit for that. Uh, so I gave it a, where to rob a bank. <laughs> yeah, yep. So I gave it a nine out of ten. Um, so that's what. Uh, what'd you give it? An eight or an eight point five? Uh, I gave it an eight. Okay, so averages. I was an thinking 5. about an eight point five, but I ended up with an eight. So averages to an eight point five. It's pretty good. Very very good. Pretty good album. Go check All out right. MFBTY if you. Uh, are not familiar with them because they if you're into hip hop. Okay. Okay. Moving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Part two. We Part had to two. restart this. Yep, because I'm an idiot. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Part two is Nature's Nature World Code A, um, which is their new single mini album. I don't know. Thing to note is they added Sohi from Produce One Hundred One Season One, who is an IBI and a bunch of other project groups. And had a solo, um, and they also might have lost members. I don't know. It's kind of weird. They haven't really talked about who, what's happening with the members that haven't been around. Mm. Um, but we'll get into it. Uh, the first song is "Oopsie, My Bad," um, and they definitely took <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's mad because we're just redoing this. But I'm an idiot, <laughs> and we have to. So no, you won't you won't know why, but whatever. Um, so yeah, basically they're taking a note out of Itzy's playbook. It has a lot of similarities to Icy. Um, and I like Itzy's songs, and I think this is a little worse than theirs, um, but I don't hate it. It's catchy. The hook is definitely gets stuck in your head, um, but I think the instrumentals could have been better because they're too samey, um, and it's a lot of noise. Um, there's not enough variation. I think Itzy does it better. Um, mm. But I do like that there's more singing than Itzy's songs. Um, as for the music video... There's this weird Alice in Wonderland thing going on that doesn't fit the song at all, um, and the choreography is not that great, but I do like the outfits. Um, so overall, it's okay. I wish it was better. It's definitely not my favorite nature single. Alright, so for me, um, yeah, my first impression of the song was like just how loud the the like bass is um, as soon as it starts. Um I also thought it was really interesting that they decided to use like snares for the percussion of the song, like marching band style snares rather than like trap hi hats or something like that. Um, <clears throat> the bass in the background, however, like gets really annoying after a while because it, it just like goes uh, throughout the entire song and never ceases. And it's just really loud. Um, I think the song overall is really fun, but to me, it's got a similar problem to like it's your MoMA land where it's just kind of loud the entire time without any variation. Yeah. And it uses too many like 
grading like high frequency or uh not even high frequency because in this case it's the bass is too crazy like just i guess just too many like annoying sounds (laughs) annoying loud sounds yeah like it's a fun song it's just too obnoxious for me personally yep uh next we have bing bing um and this is a more standard girl group song um i like it has got like lovelies-esque synths in the verses um and then i like the pre-chorus has like a really dreamy like mystical sound um that builds to the chorus and then the chorus is like really fun and bouncy um i could see it getting stuck in my head very easily so like this is kind of what i was talking about like this actually has like some variation to it um I, it's pretty standard girl group song, so it's not like crazy, but it just it has different feels to it, and actually goes somewhere um, instead of just being loud and similar yeah. throughout the whole song. So uh, I thought this was much better than than Oopsie, my bad. Um, the bubbly beats they use for the instrumental are really fun and give the mix like some texture to it. Um, I really like the way it clears out during the pre-chorus. I think this sort of like variation in comparison to the previous song is much welcomed, mm-hmm. uh, like variation in like volume. Um, I think the song is fun and it's much better than Oopsie. That being said, I still don't know if I'm super like on board with it entirely. Cause like you said, it is kind of like a standard girl group song. Yeah, it's good. It's just not like mind blowing or anything. Yep. Uh, next is what's up, um, and. I, I thought this might be my favorite song on the album, but we're like when I first heard it, but then it was not, um, which we'll get into. Uh, but I like that it has it has like an acoustic sentimental intro, um, but then it transitions more into like a poppy tropical house summery vibe. Um, but it still keeps that like sentimental feeling. Um, and I really like the accented notes for the second verse. It gives the instrumentals like a punch. Um, and I think the song really shows off their vocals. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed the song as well. Yeah, um, I thought this was really interesting. Like it's like a like it starts out with like acoustic guitar with it seems like variable volume effect kind of. Oh really? I don't like it seems in it. each each note it like it like goes like this sort of like waveform wise. Hmm. Um, like it opens up and then closes back off. I yeah. thought that was kind of interesting. Um, the vocals in the song sound really nice, actually. I like how, like, soft and calm they are in comparison to the, like, ah, of the previous songs. Yeah. Um, it, it's got, like, a typical, like, tropical house drop during the chorus, but I do think it works really well overall. Um, there's nice vocal layering in the chorus as well. I think this is the best song in the album so far. Mm-hmm. I do really like this one. Yep. Next is my favorite song in the album, which is an utterly ridiculous song and awesome um, so it has just this ridiculous, like, really, like, <laughs> dirty sax intro at the beginning, um, and then it transitions into, like, a summery reggae-style beat, um, and then there's, like, a Blackpink anthem build to the chorus, and then the chorus drops into that same, like, sax part, um, and I thought it just went all over the place, and, like, I thought it was awesome. I have a feeling you didn't like it based on that that no, sigh. Like... Um, <laughs> but yeah, and then after the chorus, there's like a trap part for the rap, and then it goes back to the summary, like pop part. Um, really, I don't know. I thought it was awesome. It's weird. It's I like weird. Um, 
the only part I had an issue with was like there's a chanting part that leads into the last chorus, um, and that part was pretty weak. Uh, but overall, I I thought the weird sax drop thing is just ridiculous and awesome. Way better. Like this should have been the single if they wanted to go with a weird, like loud single. This would have been much better in my opinion. So I, I don't know. Once again, it's in like the danger zone for me as to what I can tolerate with that horn. Like, I, I, I feel like doing stuff like that in music is just like a g- gimmick almost. Like, making something that's really loud that you just yeah. remember is yeah. like, I don't know. It, it just feels under- yeah, I, to me. I agree. Or, like, I don't agree, but I, I know where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah, so, like, once once the horn's over, like, the vocals actually sound, like, really nice and full when mm-hmm. paired with, like, the bass frequencies in the background track. Um, I also thought like the oh part it like reminded me of like Red Velvet or something like that. Yeah, they do those sort of things a lot. Um, in the pre-chorus, uh, like I think this song would have been like way better without the loud annoying horns. Like it's like getting to it's like a bad Momoland song, honestly. <laughs> like I actually think I would really like this song a lot if that was just not in the song. Yeah. I can see that. Um, and then we finally end it with My Sun, My Moon, My Star. Um, this starts out with those chimey synths that I associate with water levels from Super Mario 64. Oh my god, yes, you're it right. Sounds, it's, from, it's the same <laughs> it sound exactly as Jolly right Roger here. Bay. Um, I think that's the level, right? The first water level. Um, the one with like the snake in the ship. Yeah, yeah. The third, the thir- the it's a, like the yeah. third world that you go to, basically. Yeah, yeah it's the exact same synth sound. Um, and I, I've heard it in a couple of K-pop songs, but it's the instant I hear it. I'm like, that sounds like Jolly Roger Bay. Um, but no, I like it. It's a nice subtle guitar and strings in the background. It really focuses on those like chimes and then the vocals. Um, I thought it was a really good ballad. All right. So for me, I I feel like it's a bad sign when what's supposed to be the like quote unquote boring ballad of the album is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Like the synth organ, like the synth like organs or whatever they, use, along with like the swelling like high strings and the subtle like electric guitar in the background work really well. I think. Yep. Uh, what it really reminds me of is like just really early like SNSD ballads, which is probably why I particularly like it. Um, the song like just makes me want to listen to SNSD's first few albums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's actually really really good. This is easily the best song on the album in my opinion. So. Yeah. Easily the best song, the ballad. We don't yeah. hear that often. The, yeah, the the boring ballad was the best song in the album. <laughs> I guess that'll give you a, a teaser for what how low Jacob's score will probably be. So um, I I don't actually think this was a boring ballad. It's just no, it's yeah. like that. Like, that's like it's the, the it's not boring. The it's the, the song on the album. It's like the required just shoehorn yeah. ballad. Like it yeah, doesn't have to exactly. be boring, but it's just it has to be there basically. Yeah. Okay, it's that's usually it for boring. That's that's why yeah, I called it that. Yeah, exactly. Um there's a good chance it's not gonna be very good. Or not not gonna be very <laughs> interesting. Um Okay, so that's it for um our review of Nature and their new mini album, yes. Nature World Code A. Um let's get to our scores. Uh, I gave it I was I was pretty generous with the music. Uh, I gave it a six out of seven. I could it was like between a 5.5. <laughs> well, yeah, but I liked it a lot more than you. Um, 
but oh, yeah, okay. I, it was between a 5.5 and a 6. Um, so I, I went a little high on that, but it was close. And then for me, I just gave it a 1.5 for concept, which is probably even that was probably generous. Um, music videos, whatever the, the choreo was, whatever, but I, I did like the outfits. Um, so I gave it a 7.5, which is probably on the high end, but it was between a 7 and a 7.5 for me. Which so is for me, low for like, me, to be honest. If you think about me, it. I feel like I, I was being generous. Uh, <laughs> so for the music, <laughs> music I, gave it a, I gave it a 4 out of 7. Yep. Um, And then, like, I don't know. I, th- I think I'm being very generous giving it a 4 out of 7 because, like, Oopsie, I did not like it all. Bing Bing, I did... I did like, but I wasn't like entirely sold on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's up? I did really like drinking. It could have been really, really good if it didn't have that annoying horn in the, oh, in the, it the entire time. It's so good. It's, it had potential. So I gave it some points there. <laughs> and then my sun, my moon, my star, I actually liked. So four out of seven overall. Um, And then for concept, I gave it a 1.5 because the MV was okay, but it was nothing special. So. Yep. Overall, 5.5 out of 10. Yep. And then Cooper did give us a score. Uh, he gave the music a 5.5 out of 7 and the concept a 1 out of 3. Um, he really likes the title track. He like, thinks it's a banger, but the choreo is horrible, he said. So he gave it a 6.5 out of, out of 10. Baron also wanted us to say that the title track is a banger because they knew that neither of us were huge fans of it. Um. So yeah, uh, that's it. I guess so average would be uh, 6.5. If because you give it a 5.5, Cooper gave it a 6.5, and I gave it a 7.5, so yeah. easy, easy math. <laughs> um, yep. becomes up to 6.5. So, yeah, it's it's not great, it's not awful. Um, mm-hmm. kind of in the in the middle. If you like it's style music, you'll probably think it's a little bit better than um, Jacob. Um, so yeah, I would say check it out if you like it's style music or if you just like nature, but otherwise, you could probably skip it. Yep. All right. Up next, we have topic three, which the is return. Uh, the return. Okay. This is the yes. two weeks in a row we get a return of a group. Yes. The revival. Wait, what, what was last week? Pristine V, Hinopia. Oh, Pristine V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hinopia. Yeah. Or Hinopia. I keep wanting to call him Hinopia. Hinopia. Anyways, the Talapia. title of this week, or the, the, the group we're talking about this week is rainbow rainbow's back 10 Dude, years I, I love rainbow rainbow yeah um, me and jacob are very big rainbow fans yes been, i don't know if we, honestly we've i mean uh, people that have actually listened to all the episodes probably know that but we don't really talk about them that much we're more known no, to be like hardcore really snsd fans but yeah days. that's because they, <laughs> they're all just off doing their own thing yeah so uh basically rainbow is like uh for those of you who don't know they're a pretty old, like, second-gen group. I believe they... Well, of course they did. If this is their 10-year anniversary. They debuted in 2009. Yep, 2009. Yep. Um, disbanded in 2017, I think? Yeah, Wu was early Something 2017, like I think. Maybe even 2016. No, Wu, Wu was before that. Was it, well, Wu was their catch. last album, or last release. Yeah, I know, but I feel like Wu was not 2017. Let me check for sure. Was it 2016? Um, I think it might have been 2016. It was, yeah, February 2016, so yeah, early, early 2016. Yeah, because I was going to say it was before we started the podcast. Like, it, I was going to say, it, it definitely came out while I was still in high school. So. Yeah, and before we started the podcast. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, so last, so I, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure they officially disbanded in 2017. Um, so yeah, anyways, this is something I'm really excited about just because, uh, I hope they're setting like a good precedent, I guess, yep. for their contemporaries, uh, of the K pop second generation, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I, I really, really hope this means like good things for other groups getting back together as well. Yeah, I agree. I I mean, we hear it a lot that, uh, especially, really especially with girl groups. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it sucks because like, guy groups basically don't ever disband. They're just like, because yeah. they just keep doing stuff and it's kind of expected. But girl groups, yeah. like recently at least, all the Gen 2 ones have been saying like, oh, we aren't disbanded. We can come back if we want to, even though we're all going to different companies. And it's like, yeah. nobody... I think really believes them. I don't believe them for the most part. SNSD is the only one that I'm like, they were big enough and have enough like clout to just be like, and yeah, they, we can do it. And ha- most well, of them stayed with like, SM anyway. And they also get together with each other all the time. And they're yeah, all like, they, yep. clearly friends and yep, that's, they make that's an effort thing. to feed their fandom. Like, yep. like yeah. regularly. Um, yeah, exactly. So yeah, we hear it all the time. Like all these groups are like, "Oh, we can get back together." Like even though we're all going to different companies, but I just don't believe it. Pretty much for any of them. Um, yeah. So it was really cool to hear that. Like yeah, Rainbow was gonna do a comeback for their tenth anniversary, even though they're oh, all yeah. at different companies or they're all independent now. Um, yep. G- Jisoo did some solo stuff. Um, yep. A lot of them do like modeling, uh, and I know Noel does acting or like uh, theater mm. stuff. Um, so yeah, it's just cool. And like they got, it was released through DSP, like DSP put it on their YouTube channel. Like it went on one, the K they actually went on a radio show, like as a group, and, like they're actually doing like some comebacky stuff. They're not going on music shows or anything. It doesn't have choreography. Um, yeah. And they did like a release party last night. Um, I saw on their Instagrams for like their fans, a bunch of their friends and stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so they had like people visit and so yeah it's just cool to see like they were able to get that going and and they were probably my number two group after snsd that i thought it would be possible because they also mm. post a lot of like going to each other's stuff and like yeah yeah hanging out a lot um so yeah if anyone did it other than snsd i kind of expected it to be them but still it's it wasn't fully something i expected yeah like so I was actually surprised that they uh, uploaded it on the DSP channel. Yeah, I was too. I thought too. that was really awesome um, that DSP did that for them. Because um, they, like, didn't they, like, self-fund and, like, do yeah. all the production and stuff on this project? I, I I mean, based on the teasers, it looked like it. But the music video is honestly, like, a little higher quality like, than I thought it was yeah. going to be. So. Yeah. I don't know if DSP put any money into it. I doubt it. I think it. they they must they have probably out in some way at least like gave them some resources at the very least. Yeah, that's um, true. If or anybody they... knows, like comment down below. Yeah, definitely let us know. Um, because I'm not. I don't think either of us are entirely sure. But if you watch the teasers and stuff, they were very like low budget, like mm. self filmed stuff. But then the music video is like. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but it's actually very similar to, like, Into the New World. I know Flixer said that on our Discord, because it's all of them just doing, like, menial jobs separately, and then they, like, oh, come yeah. back. So, yeah. like, one of them's, like, a, was... cop- a barista and, like... You know what's really like funny, that. though, is 
when I watched the music video earlier today, the autoplay played into the new world. Into the right world after. right after. That's, yeah, I don't know. that makes sense. Um, so yeah, that that was a funny comparison. That it, it was similar to that. Um, I teared up a little at the end. I won't lie. Yeah, it's like Jake Young sitting there all sad, like happy, happy tear up. Uh, Jake Young sitting yeah. there alone, all sad, and then all six of them walk up behind her and like they just like gather together as a group. I'm like, oh my god, it's for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my heart yeah um i actually really like love the mv like it, it shows yeah. all of them like working through life on like separate paths but uh like it shows that they all like come together at the end yep i thought that was really awesome it was like a nice touch i guess yeah like again i really appreciate the fact they did this reunion like i i believe they're the first group of the second gen to do something like this yeah like um, i don't know of any other ones off the top of my head i no. I, hope it's I guess a good technically, um, Narsha left the company that Brown Eyed Girls was under. Oh, Brown Eyed Girls? Okay. So but they ne- they never officially but, disbanded though. I thought. No, yeah, that's the thing. Is like Narsha left the company, but the for them they were like, this is like this is still a group. Where the other ones like yeah. everyone leaves the company and then like they just make offhand comments that they're still a group. But like yeah. Brown Eyed Girls, they were like, no, we're for sure gonna put out music. We're not disbanding. Yeah. Um, even though she left, so it's a little iffy. You could say Brown Eyed Girls did it first. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, I think they're. I think they're definitely the first um, out of because I can't think of any others. Sistar hasn't done anything. Nope. Um, Four Minute hasn't done anything. Kara hasn't done anything. Nope. You know? So yeah. I think the closest thing really is SNSD did OGG. That's yeah, about yeah. it. But that's like cheating. It's not even the whole group. It's the five, <laughs> and it's the five members that stayed at the company. So at like, yeah. like yeah. that's the thing with SNSD. That's like the other reason why I think it's possible is because so many of them actually stayed. It's really not that really, hard that to get. And, that and SM uh, hasn't like, like they still say that Girls Generation is a yeah. group at their company. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, it was cool. Uh, so so what do you think of the music? Yeah, about the actual song. Um, I this was way better than I was expecting, like song wise. Like to be honest, I was kind of expecting a lame like goodbye ballad. song style like ballad. Which but we actually got. ended up being Yeah, yeah, we got that on the on the single, yeah. But it actually ended up being like a really nice laid back, like mid tempo pop track. I think it was really good. Yep. Um the girls like group vocals came out really nice and yeah, I think the song's really good. Yeah, I like the song. Um I think I think overall my dream would have been we got like a full on rainbow banger like oh my like Woo or A like or like yeah. we just got something like they used to do. And I knew this yeah. wasn't going to happen cuz it's like a reunion thing. It's going to have like some sentimental yeah. vibes. It's going to be slower. Um yeah. so for what we got, I liked it a lot. Um I thought it was a good song. I just part of me part of me wanted them to go full on and give us like just a real yeah. like tra- classic rainbow track um but if we couldn't get that i think this is a really good song yeah um i guess i can talk about i dream of you a little more a little bit aurora was yeah. the like title track i yep. guess and then i dream of you is like the uh ballad um it's a ballad. However, the the vocals are really really good. Like especially from like Hyunyoung and Jisook. I guess that's to be expected though. Yeah, considering was, the main vocalist. But like, yep. yeah, those are really really good. 
Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it, it's a ballad. It's nothing crazy, um, yeah. but it's it, it's not a bad ballad by any stretch of the imagination. So, yeah. So yeah, um, like I said, I I I really hope this. I keep saying this, but I really hope this precedent for other groups. Yeah, yeah, it'd be uh, cool if we got like yeah. a Sistar or Four Minute, yeah, like reunion song. Um, not likely, I'm but keep holding out hope that we get SNSD within the next oh, yeah. couple of years. SNSD, <laughs> yeah, I obviously because I feel like it's close. Like I, I just I don't know. I feel it in my gut for some reason. <laughs> Like, I don't know. Tiffany's don't know. so busy, though. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, well see. she keeps they people keep asking her about it, and she keeps like like being... making it seem like it's like like not that far away. Yeah, I don't know. But that could so, just be we'll her see. hoping. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. I I I wouldn't be surprised if we get it within the next year or two. But I also wouldn't be surprised if we don't. Like, it's really I'll say in two up. years. I think in two years. Yeah. Two I think years. two years is a good a good chance. Yeah, I I really want something. Yeah. We're, we're, I, just mostly, we're just want nostalgia. Reason, like, just bring back the all these I groups. Mostly the reason I want it is just because I want the opportunity to be able to see them to live. See like, I will literally, but they would literally tour. like drop thousands of dollars to go to Korea to see them. I don't even know if they would do any live performances though. If they did do it, I, I think, think they do some kind of tour. well. Like I don't know. Like when SES came back, they they did a huge like yeah. But SES thing. came back for t- after ten like years after tw- like, to do a yeah, twenty yeah. year anniversary full album yeah, like yeah. But just still, a random get together. I don't think. Yeah, maybe in I think SNSD if they got back together, they would actually do an album in eight years. Really in like eight years, when it's their twentieth anniversary, you might be able to see them live. In eight but, years, <laughs> I don't know. I'll be, I'll be like, how old? Yeah, I'll be like thirty, and they'll be like forty. <laughs> yes. Yep. I'll, I'll still do it. I don't even care. <laughs> yep. Um. Oh, yeah. Man. I, I, we both just want nostalgia. Just bring back all these old groups yeah. that we love. According Second to Sumpi, we're level, we're thirty-five to forty years old. So, because yeah, I feel like. <laughs> K-pop on Discord, boomers. we did this stupid quiz. Was it was it Soompi or was it a different company or a different? I, I think it, I think it was Soompi. Yeah, they did a quiz that was like, if we, we can guess your age based on your bias, and actually, if you pick, it might have been BuzzFeed. Actually, was it really BuzzFeed? I don't know. Whatever. I think it was some some dumb website did some dumb quiz. Whoever it was, whoever it was, I I, I get the feeling they got into K-pop at a late. Age. Oh, they definitely got into K-pop <laughs> recently. Because yeah, if you picked all second gen people, which was literally only ten years ago, yeah, uh, they like, said you were thirty five to forty years old. Because apparently yeah. everyone that got into K-pop was like late to twenties, early thirties, ten years ago, like. Meanwhile, yeah. Jacob got into it when he was 12 years old, so yes. <laughs> he's not even close to that age. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, bring, give me a Kara comeback, give me an SNSD comeback, um, just yep. give me all my Gen 2 comebacks. Also, IOI, where's my IOI reunion? It's probably never going to happen now that Produce they, they is They were like, dead. it's going to happen, and now they were like, wait, it's going to well, happen? I mean, it was always questionable that it was going to happen, but now yeah. with the fact that Produce 101 was entirely rigged... <sighs> Because apparently that's a news. I think. I don't Wait, know. so was it all seasons of produce? I thought it was the last two were. It was. So the thing is, they said they admitted to the last two and said the first two weren't. And I think that's okay. because they were so long ago, they were able to destroy most of the evidence. But oh police said that police said they determined all four seasons were rigged, which is not oh surprising. Oh, God. To me. 
Um, that is crazy. That also explains why certain people uh, didn't make it in, I think. Yeah. So it's like whatever, but... I, I mean, I knew the whole time. I was watching that show. I was like, yeah, of course this is rigged. Who who, who doesn't think this is rigged? Like, God. But whatever. Okay, that's a topic for a different time. It's one Andrew yep. comes back, we'll probably do a big thing on the Produce 101 schedule. Yeah, yeah. Like a Produce cast. Um, Definitely. Probably more information by then as well. Yeah, that's the other thing. We're kind of waiting to see what happens because we don't really know what's going to come of it. Um, yep. Right. Okay. Up next... Topic up next four. we have yes topic four um coming up in a couple weeks right is yeah, yeah, yeah. uh mnet asian music awards mama 2019 yep. yeah so uh october 24th they released the uh nominations um it will take place on december 4th um so a couple weeks from now uh at nagoya dome in japan um yes. and Basically, we're just going to go through all the uh, nominees for the different categories and kind of discuss yep. who we think will win. Um, yep. Votes, well, voting is eligible now. Voting is like uh, some percentage official votes, some percentage of judge panel, yep. some percentage digital song sales, and some percentage physical album sales. Um, obviously, it's Mnet, so really it's 100% that judge panel because uh, Mnet will just pick whoever they want to win. Um, cause mm-hmm. they rig everything. Yeah. They do uh, it every year. Yeah. It's, it's obvious. <laughs> um, maybe this year they don't because they're already under the gun for produce. Yep. And maybe they'll be also, like, like there's also SM and YG on this list. I noticed. So that's yeah. surprising. Yep. Cause last year they both boycotted. They both, Momo, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think, they, they, I think they both did. Yeah. So I didn't expect them to be <clears throat> on these lists at all. Yep. Okay. So all let's right. get started. I, I can read through them if you want. Um, uh, I can do it also. I don't care. Okay. I have the right. list up already, so yeah, I do too. Because, um, okay, but yeah, whatever. go for it. All right, cool. Um, so best new male artists we have uh, AB6, ATs, Kong Daniel, uh, Kim Jae Hwan, uh, TXT, and X1. So for me, uh, I said it's really deterministic on whether this uh whole like produce scandal is 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 uh big enough or not in two weeks i guess yeah i said it's either gonna be x1 or txt the only reason i i lean towards txt because i feel like mnet doesn't want it's not gonna want to give awards to these like quote-unquote fake groups yep i'm i'm in the exact same boat um i thought it was probably x1 or txt and i think txt will win just because i don't think mnet will want to because usually i would say x1 would win Produce groups yeah. almost all have won all their best new best rookie artists, um, yep. but in this case, I don't think they want to draw attention to the whole scandal. Plus, TXC was big enough that it could rival an, a produce group, even to Mnet. Um, yeah, because it's big hits. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's the baby group of BTS. So um, yep. I think TXC will win. All right. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I, I feel like. They're not going to want to do that because they're going to have a PR disaster. Yeah, exactly. It's already, gonna, it's already such a giant, <laughs> like, yeah. Red so mark. anyways, um, next category, best new female artist. Uh, we have Bandit, Cherry Bullet, Everglow, Itzy, Jensomi, and Rocket Punch. Very strong um, list this year. 
Yeah, I just straight up, I just went straight for Itzy on this one. I think, I think they have an easy path to victory there. Yep. Yeah, I think Itzy's the strong, the strong favorite for this. The only other one yeah, I being... could see even close is probably Everglow or Somi. Yeah. But Itzy was so far above either of them. Like, Itzy just exploded in popularity. So, yep. I don't think anyone's gonna beat them. Yep. So. All right. Up next, we have best male artist. Um, so for this one, it's it's kind of a toss up. We got two huge SM idols. We got uh, Pak Hyoshin and then Paul Kim as well, who are also like pretty famous in Korea a lot. Yeah. Um, did Mino didn't he, didn't he release like uh, one song this year? It's Baekhyun. It's Baekhyun, Pak Hyoshin, Paul Kim, Song Mino, and Taemin. Yeah. Are the nominees. Yes. Um, Mino. I mean, I'm I th- pretty sure he only had one song. Uh, he yeah, had, I think uh, so. The hell was it even called? I forgot. Hold on a second. It is called. Oh no! Why is it not showing up? Oh, there we go. Oh, it's fiance. Oh, it's an entire album. That's right. Okay. Yeah, right, yeah. This makes more sense. <laughs> I thought it was just a simple. I thought it was just a fiance single for some reason. I'm remembering the the album. So I I went with Beckyon on this one just because of the popularity of of exo i think uh i think that's probably an easy win however Taman, i think would give him a run for his money because uh want was really really big yeah and so, he's got the japanese all the japanese stuff he put out yeah um, got all the japanese fans so like it i i'm the same boat that i think it's a toss-up between the two and then i could also see park yoshin winning like yeah. He's so big as a as a ballad artist that like Yep. It's, the ballad artists and Mama are always a dark horse. Like Yep. <laughs> like sometimes they just randomly win and then you'll see all the international fans going like who the literally who is this? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm looking <laughs> at sales and I think Becky Beckyon Okay. Beckyon yeah. sold 500,000 copies in Korea. To, Want only sold 120,000, so. Jeez. That's XO. I mean, we should have known it's XO. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All but right, yeah, so, uh, Park Yoshin, maybe, because who knows? You have no idea. Yep, for sure. All right, so best female artist, we have uh, Chunga, Hayes, Hwasa, Jenny, and Taeyeon. This one, I also is kind of like, I have no idea who will win. Same. Um, my prediction is probably Taeyeon, because Four Seasons was really big. She had a full album this year. She's also like topping brand recognition all the time as well. Yeah. Um, however, I could see Hwasa being a yep. dark horse in this category. I think uh, she could swing in there. Yeah, Hwasa blew up this year. Um, she's always yep, been she's Korea. been like very, very high on brand rankings. Um, her solo yep. stuff did really well. So yeah, I, I think on any other year, Taeyeon would sweep this pretty easily. But Hwasa, I think, has a chance. Um, I think I think I'm actually give it to Hwasa. I think she is gonna yeah. take it. I, I think also Hayes could probably also do it as well. Hayes has a her, chance. Definitely. Her albums are also really big. I mean, too. honestly, I think all three, all of them have a chance, really, except yeah. maybe Jenny, because Gotta Go was huge as well. Um, yep. For Chunga, Yo, yeah, Gotta, gotta, gotta Go was playing. Gotta Go was playing everywhere when I was in Korea. Yeah. I don't think Chung will win. I I think she's really only above Hwasa, or above Jenny, but she. Yeah. You can't like completely discredit like her chances, but I think Wasa yeah. will take it. Yep. 
Alright, next up we have best male group. Easiest uh, group nominees. in the world to pick. Yep. Alright, nominees are BTS, EXO, GOT7, Monster X, NCT127, and 17. It's just it's BTS. gonna be BTS unless they fuck BTS. the votes. No, yeah. Like, and even the, I don't I don't like it's BTS. Like it's always BTS. Yeah. I just I have a lot of cynical <laughs> uh, predictions in this in this predictions uh thing yeah. and it's always just picking BTS cuz I know that's just what's going to happen. Yeah, if so, if there's we'll if the male stuff it's BTS, female stuff it's twice like they're yeah. they're just so much bigger than anything any other group. They're like if they don't yep. win, there's just a giant it's like clear that it, like yep. it's rigged basically. Up next, we have Best Female Group. Nominees are Blackpink, G-Friend, Eyes One, Mamamoo, Red Velvet, and Twice. Um, I said this could literally be anyone, to be honest, except maybe G-Friend or Mamamoo, I think. Yeah. Um, But I could see it yeah, being no, Eyes G-Friend, One, G-Friend, who knows with all the craziness not, with them lately. So. It's definitely not G-Friend. I yeah. don't think it's Mamamoo. I don't think, I think it's I think, I, I think it's Twice. I think it's Twice, like, yeah. Most likely. Uh, yeah, Twice yeah. is... Twice is a step above the rest of them. They just never stop putting out music. They had a tour, they had a US tour on top of their Asian tour. It's like, they're, yep. yeah. It's definitely twice. Yep. All right. Up next, we have best dance performance from male group. Uh, nominees are BTS, Boy with Love, Exo Tempo, Got Seven Eclipse, Monster X, Alligator, New S, Bet Bet, and Seventeen Fear. Um, so I actually said EXO's tempo because I feel like I don't know they can't give everything to BTS and EXO's yeah. also freaking they do huge, they so. do usually try to split stuff um and that's like the yeah. only way I would see also EXO's not really nominated in a ton of places so I feel like they would uh EXO's would just stockpile this yeah. particular that's actually um, for the category. last the last two categories. That's the only way I don't see BTS and Twice winning is because they're gonna get yeah. BTS and Twice the the ones they always get with like artist and album yep. of the year or whatever that they always do. Yeah, stuff like um, that. Yeah. So yeah, I could see EXO taking this, um, or I could see EXO taking Best Male Group. Um, yeah, one of the two. But I think BTS will get one and EXO will probably get the other. Yeah. All right, up next we have best dance performance for a female group. Um, so nominees are Blackpink with Kill This Love, G Friend, Sunrise, G Idol, Senorita, Eyes One, Violetta, Red Velvet, Zimzalabim, and Twice with Fancy. Um, again, since this is just a popularity contest, I said either Twice, Fancy, or Blackpink, Kill This Love. I think it really depends on like which voters come out and vote i guess um yeah. i'm leaning towards blackpink though on this one to be honest so I'm gonna, this song is huge yeah huge. kill this love was huge um i think this I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb and be a little different this time i think actually this is where they're gonna give eyes on something one. i think they're I gonna give that. just violetta to because like i feel like they're gonna give them something and like this would be the place to do it where it wouldn't be like that egregious yeah um, but if they don't yeah i i I'm, I'm with you if they don't give it to eyes they'll probably give it to blackpink thing to note i am really surprised that g friend was on best female group over g idol like mm-hmm. i feel like g idol was so much bigger than g friend this year 
like for, for best female no for best female group the fact that g friend oh, is on yeah, that list yeah. but yeah, g idol right. isn't like I guess, that, uh, that surprises seniority. me yeah unless you consider but like, G-Fri- one, i feel like g friends like on a big down swing on in terms of like popularity like they're at the end of their maybe they're like when did they rope. debut but maybe i'm just 20, cynical because 15? 20 yeah 2015 so it's been four years i mean maybe i'm just cynical because everyone in discord's been down on them lately um so i've yeah. got like a bubble of probably proximity bias yeah whatever you call yeah, that whatever that bias would be called <laughs> um but i don't know it just feels like they're on a kind of a downswing and geodo was like such a big group this year yeah yeah for sure um up next we have best dance performance solo uh with chunga with gotta go hwasa with twit jenny with solo sunmi with la la lay and taemin with want um I just straight up, I think Taman's going to win. He's the only guy in this category. Mm-hmm. And there's way more boy group stands. And That's also, um, this dance was huge. Like, every time I went to Hongdae, there was a guy dancing to this. Like, literally yeah. every time this year. So, yeah, I, I think this. I think uh, Taman will win this one. I'm giving it to my girl. I think Chana is the only one that has a chance on this list over Taman. I agree that I think Taman's probably likely, but I think Chang'e has a chance. Cause like we said, gotta yeah. go was huge. The dance was huge. Um, everyone knows it. It, so I think it rivals want. So it's, it's kind of a toss up. I don't think the other three will yep. win. Um, yeah, but yeah. And, and the thing is, like you said, like there's a lot more boy group stands that to pick Taman, but Chang'e has a lot of, a lot more fans like she she reaches inside of those like that fan those fandoms like she's That's not true. limited to just girl group stands a lot of female fans like her a lot of boy yeah. group stands like her so she has a chance yep all right so up next we have best vocal performance group uh i literally have no idea who the bottom two are so questionable Mamamoo yeah, normally do... is not questionable so yeah the yeah the i'll do the Akmu with How Can I Love This Heartbreak, You're the One I Love. Uh, Bullpagan Sakshungi with Boom. B2B with Beautiful Pain. Davichi with Unspoken Words. Mamamoo with Go Go Bebe. And Winner with Millions. Uh, yeah, it's it's really weird. Like, the, I think I think B2B, Mamamoo, and Winner are kind of weird nominations. I think and then B2B... Davichi, I don't think, could win. <laughs> I, I think B2B, yeah, I think Akmu and Bulbagon are the only two that have any chance. I think B2B has a lot of, like, good ballads, so, like, I can yeah. kind of see them there. Mamamoo normally, but with Gogo Bebe is not yeah, a, why Go-Go a vocal Bebe? song at all. <laughs> um, and then Winner, I don't know what they're doing here. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, I think it's between Akmu and Bulbagon, and I think, I don't know, it's tough because Bulbagon's so big, but Akmu was, like, their comeback from the yeah. one dude coming back from the military so like i'm, I'm not I'm really sure lean... how big they were compared to each other so i'm gonna lean towards bullpagon because i feel like <laughs> i'm not as a a uh bias against yg so yeah that's true i yeah, yeah i think i think bullpagon probably would win either regardless but yeah that yeah that's a good point um so next up we have best vocal performance solo uh, nominees are Ben with 180 Degrees, Chen with Beautiful Goodbye, Chang Bong Jun with Karaoke, Kim Jae Hwan with Begin Again, Park Bomb with Spring, and Taeyeon with Four Seasons. 
Um, so you might expect me to say Tan, but I would not Tan. be surprised at all if Jung Bong Jun won this with karaoke. Oh, really? Like, yeah. So most, like, I've so this song was fucking like massive when I was in Korea. Like, oh really? It wasn't really talked about at all within like international. Yeah, it's fan not circles, really like a K-pop song, but it but... was like constantly the most sang song at any karaoke I went to when I was in Korea, and I went there a lot. So like, yeah, like people were constantly singing the song. Uh. In Korean's Norebang I saw, like at the karaoke basically is what the yeah. actual like title is. Yeah, I, I I would not be surprised if that song won purely based on like Korean votes. Yeah. I for this I have no idea, because like, yeah, I just don't really know most of these songs. Um but I guess I'll trust your judgment. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I Other, otherwise I would, otherwise be, like, I think Chen it's or Taeyeon. Be... Or Taeyeon, probably Taeyeon. Taeyeon. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next we have. Uh, oh wait. Next. Oh, best band. band performance. I almost skipped over it. Um, we have Day Six with Time of Our Life. Jonna B with For Lovers Who Hesitate. MC The Max After You're Gone. After You've Gone. Nell with Let's Part and End Flying with Rooftop. Um, I was inclined to say Jonna B because they're really really big in Korea and they had a. Uh, an album that did pretty well this this year. However, mm-hmm. I went with Day Six because Johnny yeah. B had the scandal with their member, like bullying someone, and he oh, got like yeah, kicked out right. of the group, and that was messy. So plus Day Six is went, so big outside of Korea. Like yeah, in the Day rest Six of is big Asia. outside of Korea, and they have like the like sort of idol aspect, so they can yep. kind of count on the group stands to vote for them. I think yep, exactly. So, um. Next up, we have Best Hip-Hop and Urban Music. Uh, nominees are Crush with Napa, um, or Napa. It's like cabbage. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it was Napa, like the word for bad. I don't bad. remember that song. I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, Epic High with Love Drunk, Haze with She's Fine, Songmino with Fiance, and Uwanjay with Taste. I just went straight up for Epic High because I think... Like that that album, I'm pretty sure sold quite a lot because I remember when it came out. Uh, while I was in Korea, like I I was like riding the bus home from or back to Seoul from Suwon, and like I saw like several people on the bus listening to the new Epic High album when it came out, including me. <laughs> yeah, like when I happen to glance at people's phones. So yeah, I I'm just gonna be optimistic and say Epic High because I want them to win. So yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Haze. Haze is just so big, and I don't think anyone will be Haze. Yeah. Um. Okay. So best OST. This is a toss up for us. <laughs> yeah. This one I have no idea. No idea. Um. I'm just guessing. So basically, we have Gummy with Remember Remember Me from Hotel Del. Hagjin with We All Lie from Sky Castle. Jang Bong Jun with Your Shampoo Scent in the Flowers. <laughs> from Mellow Is My Nature. Uh, Jana B with Take My Hand, which is from Romance, is a bonus book. And Paul Kim with So Long from also from Hotel de Luna. Uh, I went with Paul Kim because Hotel de Luna is really popular. So, yeah, I'm going with Paul Kim on that one. Yeah, I have no idea, but that's I would go with one of the Hotel de Luna songs, either the Gummy song or Paul Kim. Because, that, yeah, that, yep. that, that show was huge. Um, yep. So, next up we have Best Collaboration. 
Uh, we have Changmo, Hash Swan, Ash Island, and Kim Hyoen with Band. Uh, Hayes with We Don't Talk Together featuring Giddy Boy, produced by Suga. Uh, John Hae, Jang Hae Jin with Yunmin So, Yunmin Su, um, with uh, Drunk on Love. E Sora with Song Request featuring Suga, and So You and Ovan with Raindrop. Um, I went with either it's either Hayes yep. or Isora because, <laughs> because two sugar, sugar songs. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's probably like, the I, one I that think... he features on over the one that he Yeah, used. I agree. I, I think it's gonna be the Isora song request. I think that's gonna I think that's gonna take the cake. Yep. Um all right. Next up we have Song of the Year, and I'm not gonna read every single nomination. Yeah. Um, it's basically all I, of the I, big I, songs this year. <laughs> I think it's going to be Boy With Love. I That's that's my cynical guess is Boy With Love. So the reason I don't is because I think BTS will get Artist of the Year. So I think yeah, this will be this will be Fancy. Like twice they'll get the Song of the Year with Fancy. Oh, maybe. And BTS will that. get Artist of the Year. That's yeah, you because they usually see... try to split them like the big ones up. And then it'll give them all yeah, the same group. I could see either Kill This Love, Boy With Love, Gotta Go. Um, Tempo I could see as well. Yeah, Tempo is uh, possible. Violetta, if they decide to give Eyes One something like that. Uh, yeah, I don't think they will. Um, let's see here. La La Lay, maybe. Want, maybe. Twice Fancy's definitely a frontrunner. Uh, four Seasons, I could see winning, maybe. Um, we'll see. We'll see what S- uh, Mnet decides to give, because who knows? Like if, Or who knows? Maybe they'll like not fix these votes, because... <laughs> They got caught for rigging. No, yeah, that's that's why I votes. think this is the one year for once that there's a chance they don't they don't uh, rig it. Yeah, because they're just under such scrutiny. So for artist of the year, um, I have no idea. I that's entirely a toss up. I think I think it'll be either BTS twice or EXO. I think they'll just give it to someone easy. Yeah, I agree. And then there's the worldwide fans choice top ten, but I didn't do anything for that. Yeah, let's say like you want to think you can figure out a ten. Thing. I mean, it's gonna be well, yeah. you, the guarantees are BTS twice, EXO, um, Blackpink, Blackpink, um, probably G Idol. I'd imagine TXT, G Idol, probably. Yeah, uh, maybe um, Monster X, but they Mon- also just had a uh, <laughs> controversy it's, it's as well. It's <laughs> yeah, it's um, Eyes One probably. Yeah, then, got seven maybe. Got seven, maybe newest. Yeah, newest, newest. I could see. I think maybe Tayman actually. Yeah, it's just Tayman and Tayon. So yeah, it, I mean, there, yeah. there's some that you're like guaranteed that you know, like BTS EXO twice, Blackpink yeah. are probably on it. Um, then yeah, it just gets goes down from there. Yep. So yeah, that's it for our Mama predictions. Yep. The uh, close it out then. All right. So with that, uh, thanks for listening. If you enjoy our podcast, uh, please subscribe on YouTube. Um, if you listen on like audio services, please leave us a nice review. That'd be awesome. Really helps. Uh, if you'd like to get connected with us and other people in our community, please join our Discord. It's really fun. Like Nate uh, mentioned earlier on the episode, we have like a fantasy league, uh, K-pop fantasy league going on right now, which is pretty cool. Yep. Um, that already started, so you probably can't join in that yet. But no, yeah. It's still so kind of fun to watch. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to watch. You can see how it goes. It's going from today, actually. 
um, that we're recording. So November 17th to February 17th or 18th. Um, but if, if you do join and you stick around, we'll be doing another one after this probably. Probably yep. do one every three months or so. Uh, maybe take a yep. little bit of a break because um, Sam is probably going to have to put in a bajillion hours of work to figure out points every yeah, week. Yeah, she already uh, does our songwriting. she does our songwritings. So, yeah, uh, she does a lot for us. Bless um, Sam. But, yeah, you can, uh, <laughs> you can come hang out with us, see what it's like, and maybe yep. the next one you can join in if you stick around. All right. So with that, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, be great if you joined us again next week. And yep. Yep. No, nobody has. All right. Um, stay. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't have one. I guess stay creamy. Go to classic. Stay throbbingly creamy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 